Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready to listen to a podcast? John and Amanda in the morning. WSFM. Well, hello there, Amanda. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I am very well as well. I heard you did a great job at the premiere of Trolls last night. You and JT I getting ha- down. I, I had to introduce Justin Timberlake to an audi- to audiences of people going, yay, we love you. I, I couldn't I be said, there. thank you, but here's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I couldn't be there because uh, I was out to... You were to, scared trolls would frighten you? I was out to dinner with my son. It was his birthday. Oh, you should have brought him along to trolls yeah, with his like friends. Trolls. Yeah, he was How in the house. 24. Well, there you go. Maybe not his film. Uh, so I, I wasn't there to cheer you on. It's a, tell you what, Trolls is a very, very good film. Mm-hmm. And the music is kind of... It's a disco. It's a bit like Soul Train. Mm-hmm. So if you're anxious that your children are going to want to see the same film again and again, Trolls is a good one. And it looks amazing that textures, the little knitted clothes they wear. It's almost yep. like a, a, a scrapbooking. It, it's just beautiful. I'm right. not describing that very well. No, 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 no. But the textures are beautiful. If you told me it was like Fast and the Furious, I'd go, yeah, 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 for sure. I'm into that. Mm. But Justin Timberlake is the... Did you chat to him? Is the kindest, most lovely, sweet man. Mm. Very impressed by him. Did you wear double denim, denim in a homage? No, I made it... In my first introduction I said something about double denim and then his people come up to me. I do go to three cinemas with him. Yeah. Can you drop the double They denim? told you to drop your material. Even though he liked it, he well, he, he laughed at it. I said yeah. that not many people could survive the double, double denim of the 80s. And he came out and said, oh, that hurts. I'm only in my 30s. I'm not in my that 50s. A, and I said, 90s. what's He says the 90s. I said, what's wrong with being in your 50s? He says, oh, nothing. Oh, here we go. So he was lovely. But, uh, yeah, then they said, how about you drop the double denim? <laughs> so they said, he's Justin Timberlake. So my second intro and my third were appropriately brief. <laughs> <laughs> when you first went to see him, he was so nice, but... I was waiting in a room and then finally we got to go down to this other room where he was and there yeah. were people who competition winners and things meeting him. He's behind a big curtain like he was an artefact. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. It's a weird way to live, isn't it? It's a strange way to live. Yeah, at least he wasn't a racehorse because when they bring the curtain around, you know that's dreadful. Always trouble. We've got cash up for grabs today, temptation and freeze frame as well. How long ago did Chappelle Corby get out of jail? Um... 18 months? 18 months ago. What, I'm just guessing. So she's got six more months and then she can leave Bali. Yeah, I was reading this this morning as well. She has to leave Bali. Mm. So it says that when her sentence expires on May 27, she, gosh, imagine that. That's six months. We're into the middle of next year. How mm. did it happen? She'll be deported from Indonesia and likely banned from returning for some time. I wonder how she'd feel about that. Oh, yeah, Probably don't need to come back here. Well, her sister's still there. She's no, forged her life. Out. Oh, is she? Sister lives on the Gold Coast now. Got a bar there. Really? So yeah. she doesn't have a surf shop there anymore, the sister? No, she's got a bar or a surf shop. In Bali? No, in... in but, so she's, but, yeah. but that's what she did have in Bali, didn't she? Yeah, so her sister's going to, um, you yeah. Because I, I feel for Chappelle, you know, she's going to... There'll be a lot of attention for her when she comes back to Australia. Yes, because she could live to a certain extent below the radar. I really felt sorry for her when she was first released from Karobakan Prison and she was still on, what do we call it? 
parole, parole. Uh, but she had to stay within certain confines in Bali and she was so harangued at first by the media. You're right, that will all whip mm. up again when she comes home. How many sentences does she have to serve before we say, OK, now you can start your life again? Yeah, I, I feel for her because Dancing with the Stars isn't coming back. That could have been a good vehicle. Yeah, I wonder if she can sing the X Factor or something like that. Bachelorette. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you have to go and meet the mum. She's done time. <laughs> She'd be appreciative. Sarah, it's 14 to 6. With the news, it's fit to print. We say good morning to Sarah Forster. Hello, Sarah. Good morning, Hi, guys. Sarah. What is happening this morning? Well, you know, we're getting into Christmas party season and people like to have a few drinks and let What are you saying, Sarah? Down. What have you heard about me on the weekend? Well, you know, mics are on. We're... We're, we're publicly broadcasting, so I won't reveal what I've heard about you, Amanda, but uh, <laughs> I did hear about someone at Woolloomooloo last night six times over the limit to Blue no. Point 342. No, why would you drive? Well, why would you drive? <laughs> he tried Jonesy? to tell police he didn't <laughs> drive. So the, the, the way that police ended up finding this person is that um, other people called and said, look, there's a smashed-up BMW in the middle of the road can you come and see what's going on? So they found the car. They found a, a, a drunk person nearby who insisted that it wasn't his car. Um, other things indicated that it was. So, yeah. He that old Reggio business. Point three four two. He's in a lot of trouble and I would imagine he has a sore head this morning as well. Oh. So um, that time old message from police, you know, have a good time, go out and celebrate, but do it responsibly. Do not get in the car, oh. especially mm. when you're that drunk. No, he, no one was hurt. They, they take leave of their senses and they get by on the wheel of the car. But and, he must mm. have had friends with him who just should have said, don't do don't it. Don't drive. Don't do it. And it's not just about writing yourself off. The damage you can do to other people. Mm. You'd never get over it if you did something to somebody else. Mm. Terrible. Exactly. That's our Monday Monday morning lecture. I've got more. Well, let's see who's here, Jonesy. I'm here. Cozzy. Here. LV. Here. Adam. Here. Posty. Here. The full gamut. What's happening today? Mel B is coming in today. Is she? Yeah. The big, like I watched last night, mm-hmm. but remind me again, they announced the winner tonight or do they sing again tonight? The four finalists tonight, isn't it? And yeah, well, they're four finalists also last night. They did hometown visits and sang with their favourites and things. Yeah, tonight's the big finale. Yes, yeah, the final mm. four. Mm. So you've got a Zaya Firebrace and you've got Amalia, Amalia and Vlado. And Davey. Oh, thank goodness for Davey, because yeah, it's very hard otherwise, isn't it? It'd be very hard for everyone to try and remember their people's names. Mm-hmm. I can't keep you and them because it's too complicated. So there's gone, let's put Davey in. Let's get Davey. All right, well, that sounds fabulous. Um, Adam, anything from you? Nope. Posty? Nope. Cozzy? Yeah, I've Excellent. Few- that sounds like a fabulous show. The weekend is done and dusted and it's nice to be back, especially after the booze fest on Friday. We had our breakfast show Christmas lunch at Manjit's. Beautiful nice. Indian food. We only eat at Manjit's. Tell you what, we ate a lot. Oh, I was comparing food babies with young Coz in the typing pool. We both had massive food babies. Well, what about And LV? one of the girls here who's pregnant, we had bigger food babies than she has actual baby mm, baby. Yeah. I know. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Mm. You kept yourself nice, though. Well, you think? Because then I went home and we met met our new neighbours. I know, that was, uh, yeah. Because you came back for a drink, as did Adam from the time. But you seemed a little bit keen to get them over. Well, they just popped their heads up and I'd been meaning for us to... someone had thrown a ball over the fence. Well, we'd been meaning to get together. And I said, come on over. And I was hiccuping and, oh, dreadful. You went the full Rick Moranis as well. What does that mean? You know in the movie Ghostbusters, Mm. how Rick Moranis' character explains everything? To people that come Did into I the Did I tell house. them how much you weren't? Yeah, you see, you said, this is Jonesy, he's my co-host, he's on this much money a year. He's not as big a deal as me. <laughs> I did 
not. I'm he's not a big as big deal. a deal as he thinks he is. <laughs> I'm a big deal, but he's not as big a deal. They were very nice people, people, but the next morning I thought they must think I'm a booze hound. Yeah, well, you were hiccuping throughout the whole conversation. I know. Well, I had those hiccups from lunchtime. Of course. This was about 8 o'clock at night, so I just, and the children the next day said, you seemed a bit shouty. And yeah. Oh, thank you. I like when we drove past the ABC in the cab and you yelled out, because I said as a joke, I said, there's your ABC if you want to put any of your lefty views in. And as you were right, driving past, you put the window down and started banging on about climate change. Well, it's a joke. Ironically, they know about climate <laughs> yeah, change because that's where the lefty views are. <laughs> so I mentioned some boss from the ABC going, was that Amanda Keller just yelling out Let's lefty Let's sign views? her up. <laughs> we'll, put her, we'll give her a show. We have the magnificent seven. Seven questions. Could you go all the way and answer all seven questions correctly? Oh, this is interesting. Which direction is clockwise? To the left or right? It's challenging on a Monday morning. Question number one is going to Liam in Stanmore. Hi, Liam. Hey, Amanda. How are you? Very well, thank you. Which direction is clockwise? Is it to the left or the right? Uh, the right. That's right. Righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. That's <laughs> how you remember it. Mm. This scene is from which film about a kid skipping school? Well, I think you should be sorry, for Christ's sake. A family member dies and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you anyway? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Yeah, I like that bit. That's when his uh, friend goes in to Principal Rooney to get his girlfriend <laughs> out of the school. Mm. He's dressed up. I don't know if I've ever seen that film. I think I have, because I've heard so much about it. Have you never seen Ferris Bueller's Day I Off? I think I have, you know. You should see it. Question number three. Jessica Beale, her husband is Justin Timberlake, who's in Sydney at the moment, played the character Mary Camden in which TV show? Oh, that churchy one. Um, mm. Seventh Heaven? Yes. What was that about? It was a churchy one. But exactly. what happens like, in it, though? Well, it was just a wholesome family doing wholesome things. No wonder I missed it. And then one of the kids would get caught smoking and then the dad would do a lecture. Well, there's seven of them. Is that why it's called Seventh Heaven? Yeah, like, that's what it was. Eight is it? enough, yes. but the church edition. Yeah, it was a bit Christian eight is enough. Ah. Question number four. What's the diameter of the earth? I'll give you some, op- yeah. some multiple choice, Liam. 13,000 kilometres, 8,000 kilometres, or C... 10 metres. <laughs> uh, A? No. No. Sorry, Liam, it's no, not A. No, how is A? I think it's said 8. No, it's A. Did you say A? A. Oh, a. sorry, I think said 8. Yeah, A, it is. It is A, 13,000. That's not that much, is it? That's about right. Oh, listen to you. That's about right, last time well, I did it. It's curious when you look at it, how many Ks is it from here to Perth? Is it 6,000 Ks? Mm-hmm. So Australia is almost half the circumference of the Earth. Wow. Or the diameter, yeah. <laughs> Xander, barracuda and carp are all types of what? Fish? Yes. yes. Question six. Okay, you're oh, going, Liam. You go, Liam. Who won the Australian Golf <laughs> Open yesterday? Wouldn't have a clue. Ah. Oh. Well. <laughs> is that a foreign name? <laughs> we picked you up and then... Jeffrey wouldn't have a clue. No, that's not it. Who won the Australian Open Golf Tournament yesterday? Andrew is in Coogee. Hello, Andrew. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Who won the Australian Open Golf yesterday? Jordan Spieth. That's yeah, the one. The Texan. Is he Texan? He's Texan. And where's the white the white Dax? Always worry about wearing white Dax. Do you think his wife's got a big bucket of nappy sand on the go? She would. She's quite an attractive young lady, too. I think it's his girlfriend. I don't think he's married. He's only a young fellow. You seem to know a lot. 
it's just information. Are you watching the golf and saying, is that his wife, his girlfriend, Googling her? What about the dude that has to film the ball when they whack the ball? How the hell do they do yeah, that? I know. And that could be any ball. Hard, that could be just it? file footage of a ball. It could be a, a bird. It could no, be anything. No, the difference between a ball and a bird. Yeah, when it's travelling really quickly and it's in the distance, who knows? Name a contestant in the X Factor finale tonight. No idea, sorry, no. No one. Andrew, I'm sorry. Chris is in Greystains. Hello, Chris. Yes. Yes. Hello, Chris. You are on. There are four contestants in the X Factor finale tonight. Can you name one of them? Vlado. Vlado. You could have gone with Amalia, Isaiah, or Davy. Chris, you are our winner. Yes, indeed. Oh, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On the Jam Pack, it's out of family past a Motor World Sydney, December 1, Australia's ultimate auto festivals. $100 dinner voucher at Rawson's, the Epping Club, Sydney five-star venue. And Jones in Better Couch, you choose Vita Keller and some state of pencils. It's all there for you, Chris. Uh, thank you very much. You are so welcome. Well done. Thumbing through the Jalmanac, our big book of musical facts on this day in 1991, the Red Hot Chili Peppers album Blood Sugar Sex Magic was number one on the US charts. And, and you know the biggest hit from the album, Under the Bridge? Mm -hmm. And the band, when they recorded that song, they wanted a choir to sing at the end of the song. You know this choir. You know that. Yeah. Do you know who's in that choir? The Mormon Tabernacles? No, John Frusciante, the guitarist's mum. Oh. So the band... Mrs Frusciante. Mrs Frusciante. The band wanted a choir to sing at the end of the song, so John piped up and said, you know, my mum... Is in a choir. Mrs Frusciante is in a choir. How about we get her to come along and sing? Hmm. The Red Hot Chili Peppers made them all sing in their underwear, as was the trend at the time for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I imagine the ladies brought a cake, though. <laughs> they, they, they did indeed. Isn't that fascinating? I think we play the song. I'll listen out for her. Well, there's lots of things in the world that uh, need reviewing, and that's where I come in. With what? No, I was going to Moon's Review. I was going too early. You're going too early. Tell you what I do want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Christmas is coming, and I don't know what to buy you. What are you going to buy me? Well, I got you last year that cookie oh. dispensing gnome. Uh, it was a cookie gnome. And it's, a, it's a cookie jar and you lift its bum and you put the cookies in. Yeah, and, and on the box it said, my bottom is full of delicious goodness. Yeah. It's not one of my favourite things. What would you like? Would I don't you want like? a joke gift. I don't want joke gifts. I like joke Why gifts. don't we look to the teachings of Gwyneth Paltrow as to what you can get me? Because she's on Goop. She's got a website called Goop. It's a lifestyle website, and every Christmas they have their Christmas holiday gift guide. In the mm -hmm. past, we've seen things on the list, incredibly accessible things. Uh, a tank, a fish tank worth $1,500 that's just for jellyfish. A uh, Hermes Mahjong set for $46,000. A uh, toothpaste squeezer for $244. A truffle slicer for $40. That's the cheapest thing there for your stocking stuffers. So let's see what she's got this year for her eccentric holiday gift guide. How about a yurt? Like a tent. 
eight and a half thousand dollar yurt. It's not a tent. It's probably made of wood, wouldn't it be? A yurt. Uh, I thought it was like a, a Inuit tent. Yeah, t- and I thought it was like a wooden structure, but it's the shape of it. It's this when octagon thing. Yeah, when they can't make the igloo. Eight and a half thousand dollar yurt. You buy a house for that. You could get uh, there's hundred and twenty dollar toothpaste. That's your cheap stuff. Toothpaste and a toothbrush. Who wants that for Christmas? Hmm. $165 will get you some nipple covers. <laughs> yeah. What about this Dennis Hopper's record collection? Ooh, what's in there? 110 albums ranging from the Beatles to Miles Davies. The <laughs> set also includes handwritten notes to the actor from various artists and st- several unreleased records. Do you know how much that is? That sounds nice. $150,000. Oh. How about a $199 pelvic floor exercise tracker for better orgasms? Oh, I'd need one of those. Who would you give that to? Your mother-in-law or <laughs> I'd something? I'd give it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a sex club membership to Sanctum, S-N-C-T-M, <laughs> a private members-only sex club, mm. which is highly selective and costs thousands of dollars to right. join. There I you think go. you're going to get a voucher to BWS like I gave you last <laughs> or, year. Or a cookie jar. Or a cookie jar. And uh, you can put that in your yurt. So, look, there. don't say I haven't been helpful Thank in you. trying to sort out everyone's Christmas gifts. In a world of products aching to be reviewed, we give you... Months Review. I found once again a TV show and I can't believe that this still isn't on television. Uh, it's come and it's gone. And I think maybe it's time to bring it back. The show is called Hurl. Yeah. The premise is simple. This series has people compete to see who can eat the most food and be the last to vomit while performing a series of extreme activities. Oh, it's just like Mastermind. Whoever is able to hold their binge-eating guts in mm-hmm. wins the cash prize. It was cancelled after only two months on air. What's wrong with people? Well, let's look at the one of the episodes. It was called Hurl Pool. That's what the... Uh, <laughs> That's what this particular episode was called, and here are the rules. Good evening and welcome to Hurl. Tonight, five competitors will test themselves with an eating contest followed immediately by extreme activities designed to shake them up. That's right, our contestants play by one simple rule. Whoever eats the most and hurls the least wins. And you can win a lot, $1,000 in prize money and the coveted Iron Stomach Award. But it won't be easy. Tonight's contestants each face 20 pounds of all-natural barbecue ribs. After five minutes of eating and a full belly of meat, it's into the pool. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering what a hurl is, I mean, we know hurl means spew, but how do they break it down, as it were, mm-hmm. into the rules of this game? A hurl is defined as any swallowed food that comes up and out. Right. If he throws up in his mouth a little but holds it in, he's still in the game. Okay. Yeah, so fair enough. Do you think that's fair enough? So what happens is they, they eat, 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 it's, eat, eat. It's easier to follow than deal or no deal. <laughs> well, do they spew in a suitcase? <laughs> I have no idea. So they in this episode they ate and ate and swam laps in the pool and nobody spewed. So they up the ante and they go into the next round where they have to eat blueberry pies. Someone almost hurls. All right, you've got five minutes to swim 15 laps. Ready? Go! There's the horn. It's a fast and furious start. If they all make the 15 laps in five minutes, they move on to the next surprise menu item. But if any of them huck up their barbecue, they're out of the pool and out of the game. We might be seeing trouble for Brian. What's he doing in the shallow end? Is he dropping out? No, he's dropping his pants. Brian's streamlining. This might be just what he needs to kick him into high gear. He took his 
pants both, off. That was going both ends. Well, the, how can you control? That's, you know, there's hurling and then there's the other. Oh, thank no, you. No one wants that in the pool. So, <laughs> no. so then, as I said, comes the hurl alert. It's a hurl warning. Brian may be ready to blow. Because neither hurled, it's on to round six. Wow. Do you know what round six was? Sure. This. Final event for you. Belly flop contest. Oh. That's right, a final sudden barf tiebreaker. Ten belly flops each. It's a sudden barf belly battle. Uh. Ten belly flops each. So they've eaten ribs, gone for a swim, had mm. some blueberry pie, went for more of a swim, and then they had to do ten belly flops each. And you know what was miraculous? No one actually hurled, as they say. There wasn't a single person in that episode who hurled. They should have put them on the rotor. Oh, that'd do it just every time. Just looking at the road, it makes me want to hurl. Look, exactly. I hurled a lot more just watching you back in the room. <laughs> I didn't even need to eat a thing. <laughs> just, just the thought of Daryl. <laughs> that was enough. Thank you, Munz. Munz Review. People heading to the wards of the beach today. you got to watch out for the blue bottles. Got hit by a bunch of blue bottles yesterday. It was like a blue bottle stew. Was it the winds that bring them in? Mm, the northeasterly, or northeasterly winds bring them in. And uh, one of them wrapped around my foot. What happens then? Did it, so wrapping around is an inevitable sting. It'll always sting you. Yeah, a little, the little stingy part of them. Have you reacted? Let's have a look. I've got some, uh, looks like on my arm here. Oh, that looks like a lot. Mm, what's, yeah. Ow, is that itchy? Well, not if you don't think about it. And don't it looks like it. hives. I think it is hives. It's, uh, I think the blue bottles have reacted to the hives. I've taken a Zyrtec, so oh. there's a good chance that I could fall asleep or go crazy. Yeah, well, no, you talk a mile a minute when you've had a Zyrtec. No, that's when I have a Sudafed. Oh, okay. <laughs> what happens when you have a Zyrtec then? Not well, off? Zyrtec makes you a bit dozy. Oh, that's all we need on a Monday. Excellent work. WSFM's Temptation. Go! We gave away a thousand bucks on Friday with Temptation. Can we tempt you right now? First thing you need to do is call us 13 WSFM. Then it's up to you. If you want to win a thousand dollars, you'll only hear one second of the song. For five hundred dollars, you'll hear three seconds, and for a hundred bucks, you'll hear five seconds of the song, and you'll pretty much know that song. Trevor's in Campbelltown. Hello, Trev. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Now, Trevor, let's see if we can give you some money on a Monday. Wouldn't that be great? How do you want to play today? Um, middle of the road. All right, well, middle of the road. Sure, Trev. I reckon you'll get this one. I hope so. Well, I reckon you'll get the thousand. I'm I'm just saying. He's just saying, Trev. You sound like a man that knows stuff. (laughs) I I know I want to go for the 500. Okay. Okay, Trevor, now here's how it goes. You're going to hear three seconds of the song. We need to know the song by title and artist before the buzzer goes off. Are you ready? I'm ready, yeah. Here it is. Three, two... One. Go. I've got my mind set on you by George Harrison. Yes. See, you what would a have got it customer easy. you are. You would have got that easy. Trevor, you have $500 to kick off your week. Woohoo. Exactly. Good on you. No regret there, though, Trev. Um, oh, look, you just don't know, do you? You, you just don't. don't know. It's harder with one second. You did very well. 500 bucks, don't make him feel bad. He's won 500 bucks. You, know, you would have got that easy. Well done, Trevor. Sometimes you just got to listen to me. Look, I know Australia didn't do so well in its recent matches against South Africa. Maybe it dreamt of what happened here between England and India. They were playing in India when a dog interrupted the match. So what happens here is that a dog runs onto the field, the crowd go, yay, yay. Security staff chase the dog away from the play area, but Mm. the canine return moments later 
and did a poo. <laughs> <laughs> Security staff then appeared to throw shoes at the canine and they, it's like a Benny Hill. Yeah. They just kept going running, running, running. Eventually, the umpires had to call an early tea time, get the players off the field so mm. the staff could catch the dog. There is nothing more comical than people trying to chase some sort of animal when it's interrupting a state of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was at school, all you would dream about was something like that would happen during assembly. A dog would walk onto the, the playground and Do interrupt the proceedings. <laughs> yeah. It just it makes you happy. And then the teacher's got to go and round up the dog and there's a whole... It, it, it's a good opportunity to goof off for at least half an hour. When animals interrupt. interrupt. Trouble drums beating for this. I can hear it. You know, I remember once I was on a plane coming back from uh, Bendigo, or from Melbourne to Sydney... Had you my, been gold mining? I've been prospecting, and I'd, I'd brought back with me a turtle, and it was in Where a box. Where from? From Bendigo, little turtle. Why did you get a turtle in Bendigo? Well, because it was just hanging by the local creek, and I got it and put oh. it in a box. <laughs> That's what you did back in those days. Right. Now there's an iPad ad, app for it, mm. getting a turtle in a box. So I was on the plane, and unbeknownst to me, it had got out on the plane. <laughs> Not snakes on a plane, turtle on a plane. It was the slowest escape ever. Yeah, so the captain of the plane had to do this, you know, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have to uh, inform you we're interrupting drink service because uh, there's a turtle on the plane. Interrupting drink service. Yeah. T- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was making a martini. Yeah, that was the 70s. Everyone's going, oh, hang on a minute. I did order a special <laughs> meal, said the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that kind of interrupted the proceedings there. Yes, all right. Well, when animals interrupt, what have you got? Jeff's in Liverpool. When did it happen to you, Jeff? Oh. Yeah, a couple of, number of years ago I was playing AFL and um, a couple of rabbits came onto the field and uh, started mating while we were doing some ball work. Oh. oh. Did everyone have to stop and look? <laughs> we stopped the whole, whole training session. Mm. <laughs> they standing around. A couple of rabbits. Hips. There was What's Russell Crowe. <laughs> Is it true what they say? <laughs> do, do they go at it like rabbits? A couple of guys, oh, they, they were doing it more than going like rabbits. Uh, they, they were doing it for about uh, uh, 10 minutes. And, 10 uh, minutes? Yes, yeah, one of the guys actually videotaped it. There you go. Mm-mm. That's not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Julie's in prospect. Hello, Julie. <laughs> Julie. Yeah, hi, how are you going? Very well. When did animals interrupt? Well, we were doing a tour with the three kids and staying in the tent together for a couple of months. Bit, bit difficult getting um, husband and wife time, so the kids were all asleep in the tent and um, we decided uh, the picnic table was a good spot, so... Um, having a little bit of intimate time, and a feral cat came and disturbed us and scared the living bejeebas out of it. Well, I don't know what's more disturbing, your husband and wife time on a picnic table. <laughs> They're not very sturdy, those picnic tables. Watch out tables. for the ants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a feral cat. Mm. How intriguing. Guess who's renovating, or who wants to renovate, is Buckingham Palace. They need a £369 million makeover. Because at the moment... 
that if they have guests, like, for example, the Emperor and Empress of Japan mm. or the Obamas staying, there's no ensuite, so they have to cross over to the old oh. toilet across the road to clean their teeth. Don't you hate when you go to a place that hasn't got an ensuite? You know, and this, you think, do you run a, do, would, would Michelle Obama have run across in a towel? <laughs> and the, do you do the nudie run? No, <sighs> dreadful. Uh, what needs to be done is a huge refit. They say they've got ancient electrics, leaky pipes. It's Prince Philip. Um, they need to replace, replace miles of cables, pipes, electrical wires. They need to replace boilers. Oh, come on. Camilla's lovely. I like her as well. That's dreadful. Uh, but 15,000 people have signed a petition saying that the Queen and Prince Philip should pay for all this themselves. A taxpayer should not be responsible. So I don't know what's going to happen. Well, what are they going to do? You know, maybe... Here we go. I'm an ideas man. Mm. Maybe it could be the next series of The Block. That's a good idea. So we have the Queen and Prince Philip as contestants yeah, as on The Block. Yeah, one of those couples block. on The Block that say things like, it's a game changer, yeah, it's no, all good. Yeah, no, I'm just doing it for me kids. Yeah, although I'll spend five months away from them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it could be called Blockingham Palace. Tonight on Blockingham Palace, Liz and Phil have broken the rules. You elected... Not to use your bed and bedhead from the Jimmy Possum Challenge. You will be disqualified from this week's room review. Oh, for f sake. One comes in here and one does one's best. I haven't slept for three whole days. Well, you can all just get... Rules are rules. Oh, the ignominy of hearing this from a stupid colonial. Off with his head. That's harsh. And you can use my buzzsaw for that. There you go. I like it. WSFM Reaction Line at 8 o'clock this morning. Thousands of free pill testing kits will be available at music festivals this summer to help people check the drugs they're about to take. So that they can say that they're drugs? Well, no, so they know that they, the drugs they're taking aren't laced with rat sack or kerosene or anything else. So, Sarah, the, the, the kids that get into trouble with these things at festivals, is it because they're taking stuff that's laced or because their bodies aren't dealing with the actual drug they're taking? Well, it's it, it's a it's a little bit of both, but harm minimisation experts think that um, they could at least reduce the number of people who fall sick or die from taking drugs if they can test them and identify, yes, this has been cut with a toxic chemical. The state government is totally against the idea of pill testing at music festivals and has indicated that it will prosecute people who um, make this kind of thing available. So experts wanted to set up, a, a, you know, technical, scientific facilities at these festivals. They can't do that now. So what they want to do now is sort of covertly hand out little kits to people and say, look, if you're taking drugs, put these drops on it. If it changes to, you know, this colour, then it's OK. If, it, mm. if, if, if not, don't take it. Um, it's a tough one. The I, the government stance is that if you if you're testing pills and giving people the green light to take them, then you know you're condoning drug use. But on the other hand, if you can stop people from taking things that could kill them, saving their life. It's a, it's a tough one because they have all the cops out the front of those festivals. So some kid who's bought all these pingers for the the show will sit there and take them all at once, and all of a sudden he's freaking out. But a lot of people also get in trouble only because of the actual drug they're taking. It's not always doesn't always have to be laced with something to get you into trouble. Mm -hmm. Interesting mixed messages we're giving here. So what do you think? Is pill, pill testing the way to go, or does it send the wrong message? Have your say on the WSFM reaction line. I think that if people are in possession of drugs and they intend to take them, something that could possibly 
possibly change their mind, like a kit that will advise them that it could harm them, would be a positive thing. Isn't this stuff they want to test illegal? Why the hell are we bothering to even think about it? Stop them. Arrest them. Let's lock these mongrels up and throw away the key. I've had a gutful of these idiots. I just think that we're opening ourselves up to perhaps creating a culture around drugs that is very similar to the culture we currently have around alcohol. I realise that alcohol is a legal substance, but it's also killing people every day, and I just don't think we need to add one more thing to it. Oh, it's time to uh, crack down on these uh, scumbag parasites of this world. Those people that push and provide those uh, drugs to young people, my suggestion Educate young people as far as I'm concerned. The testing is just condoning it. The the finale of X Factor is on tonight. Mel B, aka Scary Spice, she's not so scary, has her contestant Vlado in the final four. Welcome, Mel. Hi. It's all live tonight. Do you like doing live? I mean, I've only been brought in for the live shows with my category, The Underdog, so I, you know, it's kind of what I like to do best because then you can't take things back because whatever you say mm. is what you say and however you feel, you just, you just have to keep it going. But, I mean, I'm surprised myself that my underdogs have made it mm. to the actual grand finale and tonight we're going to find out who's going to win it. So, fingers crossed for Vlado, but I think at this point it's anybody's game. Well, he's a Cronulla boy. And I know. You, so, were you, were you aware of the Cronulla history? Because I'm a Cronulla boy. So well, I met the, the, some of the Cronulla Sharks yeah, you and the Cronulla Chris, cheerleaders yep. too. And, uh, and what, because it was quite phenomenal. Amanda doesn't like me going on about the Sharks oh, winning the grand months, final. And they months, won, and, months. and it had been, what, 50 Yeah, like, years? so when I was born in 1968, you know, and I went to a Sharks game when I was 13, that's yeah. when they became my side and, and, and they were in the grand final then. So from that moment on... You were sold. I was, well, you, but always <laughs> you were hoping that they will win. So, Vlado, the year of the Shark, this, I reckon he's going to win it. The year of the underdog. Yeah, I mean, he got to hold the big, what do you call it? Trophy. They won the big trophy. <laughs> yes. I thought there was a special name for it. He got to hold that and he was kind of nearly like near to tears. He's yeah. like, you don't understand how much this means to me. And I was like, wow, that's nice. So hopefully it's had a trickling effect of good luck on him for tonight. Mm. Hey, you bought something in. Can I talk about this? This is foodie packs. Yes. So this is, look, this is a school lunch pack that's got carrots. Everything. Sushi, pretzels, what's all this? Well, you know, I was, my, my kids started school here a few weeks ago, and I was, I think it, I think it was the night before, I was like, oh my God, because I'm staying in a hotel. I'm like, I've got to get the kids' school lunches together and ready. And I ended up finding this very convenient school lunchbox package thing and I'm like oh my god who made this like we don't have anything like that I've never seen anything like this in the states or in the UK and basically you can either get a sandwich of egg mayonnaise you can get a cheese sandwich and it comes with all these healthy different options and it's a pack lunchbox already pre-made with stenciling it makes it super convenient and super super easy so I got in contact with the lady who actually created all of this mm. and we kind of have gotten into business I'm like I want to help you get this Really well so, so done. How did that call go? You rang her direct. Well, no, she, scary she happened to be like she has her own store next door to where I'm staying. So I happened to just you know go oh, in no. her store and start talking to her. And she's just a powerhouse woman with a lot of like creative genius mm. about her. She's great. Because I make you know when you make my, any of my kids' lunches, 
they'll just chuck it straight over the fence. But so this, the kids aren't going to. That's not this fence away. worthy. You don't want that. No, because that could kill someone if you threw it over somebody's <laughs> fence. So it's better than a Vegemite sandwich. It just takes the thought process yeah. of actually having to do your mm. kids' school lunches because everything's there in a little lunchbox already set up. You know, you can order it online for the whole entire week. Well, forget kids. I think this would be good I for business. No, but as I well. eat the egg mayonnaise sandwich. I'm like, mm. I want some of that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got little five little portions. It's like a spice rack. There it's you go. Cool. What about this? Have we thought, you know, it's like a spice reunion in a box? <laughs> you know, I know it did the tour didn't work out, but this. No, you know what? We, we are probably going to be getting together at some really? point next year. To, we just got to figure out all our schedules. Mm. But before I go off topic, you can order this on www.foodiepacked.com.au. Yep. Okay. So well, get good. your order in, guys. It's I like the fact genius. that it's like a little spice. Rack. I like that this is. I like that. Yeah, yeah they've copyrighted us. Would you be the pretzel or would you be the sushi? Yeah, what you would think? you be? I would be the sushi. <laughs> the sushi. <laughs> and, and with that, um, Mel B, it's great to see you. The X Factor is tonight on seven. It is. I got up super early for you guys. I had a late night last night during the oh. grand finale. Yeah. And you know, your nerves are running wild because mm-hmm. you want your contestant to do really well. And you got to sing with James Arthur. Did Vlado and that then, was very emotional. I thought it was yeah. beautiful. Oh, and then Davy sung with Robbie Williams, yeah, which also made me near to tears. And I was a bit of, I mean, last night was a bit of a roller coaster. Did Jason Dundas keep his shirt on? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. He actually nearly broke his um, hand in rehearsals. He fell off the side of the... Mm. <laughs> I'm laughing and I shouldn't laugh. Wow. <laughs> but he found it funny too. He was in rehearsals with all the girls kind of doing the big opening and he fell off the stage. But luckily, he was okay. Well, he's a supermodel. He's a tough guy. didn't damage his face. That was the main thing. (laughs) I think Robbie Williams, up close to him, said yesterday, God, you're a beautiful man. Well, you know what happened? Because with that X Factor, they got me to audition for that role. And so I'm sitting there in the role... And then I do my bit, and, and this is how it went. They said, right, um, have you read the script? And I said, there's a script. <laughs> and then I was walking past and I saw him sitting in the green room and I went, oh, great. It's done that. I'm not going to get this. It was always going to be done I'm not going to get this. But you know what? That The job that he does is actually really hard because mm-hmm. it's live. He's the glue that keeps the oh, show yes. flowing and Why keeps it Why don't we bang on together. about him a bit more? No, I'm just saying he's really good. And, and I'm, I'm sure you're good I'm too. Sure you are. Sure Come on now. Thank you, Mel B. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for joining you. us. <laughs> it's three to eight. WSFM's Freeze Frame. Would you like to win $1,000 with Freeze Frame? We have two options, an easy question for 100 bucks and a hard one for 1000 We're joined by Karen of Valley Heights. Hello, Karen. Good morning. Hi, you? Karen. Now, we've already said that this hour's category is TV. Before you decide whether you want to play easy or play hard, have a listen to this clue. Well, so what do you want to do? Oh, that gives you the impression of the show we're talking yes. about here. Yep, so. obviously, and it's the, the my least favourite show of all time. You don't like oh. The Simpsons? I'm going for the big question. Okay. All right, you're going to go hard. Yep. All right, you're playing for a thousand bucks. You have five seconds to answer this question. Which of the following celebrities has not made a guest appearance on The Simpsons? Is it A, Sting, B, John Bon Jovi, or C, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. No. no. I was on there, Karen. The 
answer was, was John, bon John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Oh, Karen, okay. there was a whole episode where Michael D. Lee played that mental patient. Remember, Lee no, said... No, but it, Karen life. doesn't know. She says she doesn't I like the show. <laughs> oh, Actually, Karen. interestingly, uh, a part was written for John Bon Jovi, but he turned it down, so they rewrote it for Jackson Brown. Because <laughs> that's a natural choice there, isn't oh. it? Anyway, oh, Karen, Karen, I'm sorry. sorry. Thank you for playing. We'll play again tomorrow. Incredible man Samuel Johnson is. We know he's a talented actor, Secret Life of Us, his incredible portrayal of Molly Meldrum in Molly, but he's also a passionate fundraiser for Love Your Sister. This is cancer research. His sister Connie has cancer. Do you remember we spoke to him when he rode his unicycle mm. around Australia? Well, he's got some new schemes up his sleeve. Samuel, hello. Hi, g'day, Amanda. G'day, Jonesy. How hello. are you? Hello, Samuel. How are you? And look, firstly, I, well, we're devastated to hear that the cancer had spread to Connie's liver. Oh, it's, it's been in her liver, lung, spine, pelvis, knee, but it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it started being a bit more active in the liver and anyone who knows anything about cancer knows that you can turn really quickly mm. once, uh, once you get it in the liver. So, you know, we're not, um, we're not waving the alarm bells yet, but we're certainly on our toes. Yeah, and this has spurred you to, to do more things, to raise more funds. What's your scheme this time? Oh, look, our mission is to raise $10 million. You know, like $10 million for cancer research. And it started a few years ago on that wacky little unicycle. And mm -hmm. I set a little world record, an obscure world record of my own back then. Anyway, while I was off gallivanting, playing Molly Meldrum and doing all of the um, showbiz hullabaloo, um, our charity's take suffered. And I went to my sister and I, and I urged her to help me with the fundraising component. And I remember saying to her, just... Pick a number and, and shoot for it. Just make it bigger than 100 grand. Because as much as I hate it, money's the thing that's going to solve this through science. You know, if we want our families to stay healthy, my hippie heart hates it, mate, but money's what's going to help. And um, so I have to set dollar figures. And she came back to me the next day and said, well, I'm going to break my own world record. And I was like, oh, wow, but how are you going to do that from the hospital bed? You know, what are you going to break the world record for? Most days spent in hospital because <laughs> she's been fighting different cancers since she was about 10. Um, and she's a middle-aged woman now. Mm. So she said, I, I want to break the world record for longest line of coins. I thought the unicycling world record was a bit obscure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it turns out there's a town in Austria... That has broken that, that, that holds the current record, and it's seventy five point four kilometres of coins lined up end to end. How many coins is that? It's four million five cent coins. Wow! Oh. And so and so, I went straight to the uh, Royal Australian Mint, and I said, "I've got me a problem, and uh, will you help out?" And they and they said they'll prov they'll turn all of our all of the funds that we raise into brand new five cent coins for us. Right, and, they, and, and so and so we're going to sit. We, they have to be in a continuous line for us to break the record, and we're going to set it up in the size of a massive love heart. So, well, how can we help you? What do you want us to do? Well, well, what's happened is that it's just in a few short days, we've had thousands of people all around Australia buying a meter, buying a meter of five cent coins to put towards this record for their loved ones affected by cancer. And you know what? If we've got a big, massive heart the size of Canberra, it sends a very firm message to the pollies in Canberra who have been static on medical research for the last two decades. We, we boast the best clinical results despite spending less than all of our other OECD counterparts. Think of what we could do with more. So I think, you know, it, 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 a metre of five-cent coins is $2.90. 
And if we got every Australian who's ever been affected by this thing, we could blow their minds in Canberra and remind them that at ground level, we really do give a shit about cancer being fought and won. Mm. Man, that's amazing, Samuel. You've, you've done it again as far you know, someone should be play. There should be a movie, a miniseries about you. Maybe we could get Molly Meldrum maybe, to play maybe you. Maybe Molly Meldrum could play you. <laughs> that's not the stupidest idea over the head. I mean, we're, we're both a bit wonky in the head. <laughs> well, look, this is amazing. For an awful minute, I thought I had to package up all my five cent pieces and send them to you, but mm. this is a much easier way. I can just head to Love Your Sister Facebook page and I can donate there. Uh, Samuel Johnson, it's always good to talk to you, my man. For more info and to donate, head to Love Your Sister Facebook page, Samuel Johnson. Thanks All the best, Connie. Any time. Bye. Well, it's a red-letter day, isn't it? Voting for the 59th TV Week Logie Awards opens today. I think it's time I really pulled out all the stops for you this time around. Really? What's going to happen? This time you're going to win it. I know in the past, but I haven't gone the full ass. I've only done half. This time I'm going the full. How? Well, I'm just, you know... I'm going to put my fingers out there. <laughs> doesn't sound. I'm going to put the fingers. Doesn't sound effective so The Jonesy far. fingers of power stretch long and far. I will say this: you can vote for Amanda in the following categories: best presenter. You really, you are. Who's who's better than you? Wow. No one. Who? Lots, lots Charles Woolley. <laughs> Charles Woolley. Who's he's better than <laughs> you? <laughs> Don't put names in people's heads. Uh, I think we go gold Logie. Forget the silver schmilva. You know, forget Waleed Ali and his lefty views. I've got those too. Well, go a bit right, a bit right. <laughs> you know, just say you like Trump. Yeah. Uh, the living room for best lives. You see, you've won that a million times. Okay, and you're the brains behind that operation. We want to keep winning. Of course, of course, of course. That the path to gold is laid with silver. The path to gold is laid with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how that goes? Go to tvweeklogieawards.com.au and vote now. Voting closes December 18th. It's a short voting period Let's this make time. it happen for the months. <laughs> what was it with your fingers again? My, the fingers of Jonesy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not helpful. That's, ex- that's extreme. Just a simple thank you would be fine. Lots of new movies about to start for the school holiday season. Oh, good. Trolls. Uh, you and I will be talking to Justin Timberlake today. He That's will be on movie. the living room on Friday night. I introduced him at the cinema last night. He and I are going to be best buds by the well, end of this. He's going to be on the living room. Yes. Well, on the couch with you and Baz and no, Miguel. No, no, in a story. In a story. Good. No, I'm not going to make him sit on the couch and watch us do hot or not in his face. I think he'd like that, though. <laughs> but there's another movie out also coming up, a new Disney movie called Moana. It's named after a Polynesian princess. But in Italy, that mm. name means something different. For Italians, it brings to mind a woman called Moana Pozzi, who was a, a, a very popular 90s porn star. Oh, yeah. She's passed away in the 90s, but she's still a household name. So if you call something Moana... Mm-hmm. So in Italy, the movie is going to be called Oceania. Who's another porn star in Switzerland? Well, in Switzerland, and I have to call it something else. I've got a list, this is very interesting, of movies that when they were released in other countries had to change the name because it didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But when you look at what they are, when you translate that back into English, like Die Hard with a Vengeance in Denmark was called Die Hard Mega Hard. (laughs) Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in Italy. If you leave me, I delete you. Oh, I like that. Italians. Bang. Airplane. In Germany, it was translated into the unbelievable trip in a wacky aeroplane. <laughs> the Germans for the novelty. Living Las Vegas. Mm. Las Vegas. In Japanese, that became 
I'm drunk, you're a prostitute. <laughs> How about we get together? Knocked up in China was one night big belly. <laughs> That's good. Uh, pretty woman in China was I will marry a prostitute to save money. <laughs> I watched that on Friday night. That's pretty much what that movie's about. And in Argentina, Greece mm. was translated into Vaseline. Vaseline. Go Vaseline lightning, you're burning up the quarter of lamb. Vaseline yeah. lightning. Not quite, doesn't quite work. Vaseline is the word, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, good luck with that. Everybody shout! Come on now, sing out! It's time for the goodies get together. This is an email from Graham in South Penrith. Even though she's the love of my life, the cause of my ghoulie is my wife. When we go out to eat as a family, she expects me only to eat as much as her and the kids. She's petite and the kids are 11 and 10. I need more food than that to survive. Not an extra spring roll or dim sim goes in my mouth without a burning glare from her. I'm 100 kilos. I need more. No, you need less, man. You don't need to be over 100 kilos. You'll be lower. Unless, unless you're, like, the rock. Ooh. Well, that's 100 kilos. is too heavy. Graham didn't email us for a lecture from you. No, I'm just saying, you know, in, in the, the benefits of health and things like that, if you're a... Well, lucky Graham's not married to you. Imagine how you'd look <laughs> at him when glaring. he was eating. Do you need that, Graham? Ah, oh, poor old Graham. Stuart's in Campbelltown. Hello, Stuart. Morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, what gets my ghoulies? Four-wheel drives, mm -hmm. especially the ones that are designed for off-roading and then they come to the local car park and it takes a kilometre an hour to get over a speed hump mm -hmm. just in case they spill their latte. Mm -hmm. yeah. My, my shitbox can go over it. No worries at all. But, but off-roaders, nah. Yeah. And have you seen them try to park them in the shopping centres? almost oh. impossible to fit in the slots and then you can't fit in next to them. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. No, I agree with what, you. What, what sort of car do you drive, Stuart? Just um, it's just an unold shitbox Ford. <laughs> well, what year? What Ford? What sort? Uh, 2000. 2000? Festiva. Oh, a Festiva. Are you going to tell Stuart he needs to lose weight as well? A Festiva? Yes. Stuart, get a manly yes. car. You need oh, a bigger what's car. What's happened Festiva. to you? I'm just saying it's a Festiva. Send me one. Send me a new okay. car. Amanda, <laughs> give him your car. So first you're saying Stuart's driving a feminine car. I never said it's feminine. It's just not manly. And you just said also that poor old... Graham's overweight. I apologise on behalf of my colleague. Well, it seems everybody. to work on Talkback Radio. Alan Jones does it all the time, tells people like it is. It's doing well for him. Mm. You don't see festivas at summer nats, is all I'm saying, okay? Out with the bad, in with the good. If you did that, doesn't matter. You always email us. Gets my ghoulies. Jam, wsfm.com.au. Jancy and Amanda in the morning. Sydney's WSFM. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.